0: And we're back with another episode of Visionary Living, the podcast. And uh, I am your host, Rick or Rico, Rico from Puerto Rico. Uh, And uh, Visionary Living is a podcast where we bring on guests and we talk about a a time in their life when they had a vision for something that they wanted to create. And they use that vision to overcome life circumstances and challenges. Um, So today I have a very awesome guest, Ketsy. Uh, Ketsy, can you please just introduce yourself briefly for our guests?
1: Hey, hi, everybody. My name is Ketsy. I am the founder of Quest for Sexy. That sounds so fancy. (laughs) Um, Quest for Sexy, I'm a professional boudoir photographer. And yeah, I teach people how to feel confident within themselves in front of the camera and not be so scared.
0: Awesome. And today we have a topic called just the way that I am or just the way I am. Um, And it's designed to have us uh, take a look at uh, how we feel confident in our own skin. So um, thank you for joining us, guys. So um, so today, again, we have our friend Ketsi. Ketsi, um, um, go ahead and get us started. Why is this a topic that you want to touch up on, just the way I am? What is it really that you're trying to discuss in our conversation today, and why is it important to you?
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, so much I can say about it. I want to discuss this topic because I feel that we're living in a time where there's so much exposed on social media. There's just so much going on that I feel that people need to center themselves and really get to know themselves so that they can present themselves in the, in the most authentic way. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, sometimes, you know, we get our judgments kind of clouded based on what we see around us. There's always been a sense of comparison, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to compare me to the next person next to me, but now more than ever, I think it's like a, a crisis. Hmm. Where people are just in constant comparison. And I think well, it's so important.
0: What's funny and what want to speak into is how you talk about comparison. And if you actually think about the a language on its own, language is a state of comparison. Like think about, explain to me what what is a car? A car
1: is a vehicle. A method of transportation.
0: Okay, so you, you compared a car to a vehicle. it's actually very very difficult to create with our language and so to become aware of the language that is creative is very powerful so like what you're speaking into there's a lot of validity behind that you know and so why is this important to you what's inspiring you to talk about this topic
1: i think it's really important to me and i get inspired i get really passionate about it because For such a long time in my life, I just felt I needed to be like the Joneses or like someone else because I didn't accept myself. Mm. Uh, There was always a period of time, you know, there was a period of time in my life where no matter what I did Mm -hmm. or who I was around, um, I just didn't feel like I was enough. Comparing myself to someone else and not really accepting who I truly was.
0: Mm. So it was like a not enough conversation.
1: I'm not enough, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. And, and
0: How did that play out in your life? Like when you when you ran those narratives in your in your head that I'm not enough and you were in constant comparison mode, like what prices pay like what, what happened in your life, what occurred in your life as a result of those stories or narratives that you
1: played? I just wouldn't go for things. You know, I, I wouldn't go for things. I wouldn't feel confident. I was always second guessing myself. Mm. And so sad because it stopped me from doing a lot of things that I wanted to do. It seems like everything I wanted to do was just so far and foreign and mm. out of my reach. Mm. And that's just a sad situation. Who wants to live life like that?
0: So you weren't able to actually go after some of the goals that you had in mind?
1: No, I would stop myself.
0: Mm. That's powerful stuff to think about, too. You know, and any of our listeners that are out there, if you're listening, you know, I want to see where you guys relate. Where can you land some of this and bring it back into your own lives? Where have you withheld your leadership, your 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 power? Where have you left um, kind of like let go of your vulnerability and your ability to create because of, you know, trying to hit standards that our culture dictates, as opposed to defining our own principles and divine, defining our own values for ourselves, right? Do you have, kind of agree? Do you have any words Oh, on that? yeah,
1: no doubt. Like to, I didn't even know how to begin to define who I was, hmm. what I was about. Hmm. It was always about pleasing, for me anyway, personally. It was always about pleasing someone else or trying to. Hmm.
0: So uh, I guess uh, if we have listeners on, you know, listening to us and listening to your message, what is something that you can kind of uh, share with them? What's something they can take away from what you're sharing with us right now?
1: Um, Everyone is unique. You're unique. You are amazing. You have qualities that no one else has. And it's really sad. And I I would really... um, I want to say that focusing on you is perfectly fine and focusing on your vision, focusing on your goals is perfectly fine. There's nothing selfish about it. Um, not paying attention too much of what others are doing or what they think about you um, and really f- just honing in on your goals and your vision um, because you won't go anywhere. Mm. I didn't go anywhere. I felt like I was so stuck for such a long time. It's Mm. like time went by, time went by and I never got to do the things I wanted to because I was so focused on what everyone else thought what everyone else
0: wanted me to do. Yeah, interesting. You know, we get stuck in our patterns, you know, based on what culture dictates and, and all of the things that we find safe. And then we, we, we have these habits, we have these conditionings that we just kind of like repeat, repeat over and over again. And it's not till we start to access our critical thinking skills that we can start to break that chain, break that habit, you know? And you kind of spoke into vision also. Um, I the, I got the impression that you were kind of talking about like a a dog chasing its tail almost, you know. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> and and
0: how powerful a vision is because it g- it gives a direction. It's almost like a GPS pinpoint, right? Exactly. And so when we have a vision, when we have a clear picture of what we're going for, what we're trying to attain, then it's almost like that that pin on the GP or, uh, on the GPS map where it starts to route our direction,
1: right? Indeed. Yeah. It, it's just a never ending battle.
0: Awesome. So, um, so elaborate a little bit more, like, you know, if you, again, if you you have these passions that you want to teach people and we're talking about just the way that I am, like, do you have a moment that you want to share that with these principles that you want to talk about and talk into kind of came alive for you in your life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suffered from, from I'm not enough syndrome, <laughs> Every time I would look at myself in the mirror and as a photographer, you know, it's like, I, I look at so many people and look at so many pictures and um, when people say, Oh no, I'm too fat. I'm too this. You know, I, I don't see, I don't see what they see. So that led me to believe, well, we're our own worst critic. And by the way, I learned these lessons while doing photography. Mm. Uh, So so my vision was to be able to be a a professional photographer and i started out doing photography and the more i did it the more i realized how self-conscious people were in front of the camera Mm. and so in looking into that i would look at people's pictures and think nothing of it but they thought they were extremely fat or too ugly oh you better photoshop this and Mm -hmm, photoshop mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and it was a constant criticism right self self self-criticism and so I could relate to that. I could so relate to that. It was really sad. It made me sad to hear so many times that people weren't happy with the way they looked. And it was like a reflection of myself because I wasn't happy with mm. the way I looked. I wasn't happy with the way I presented. I wasn't happy with the way I was showing up or living my life. Like, mm. I wasn't happy with any of it. Mm-hmm. So if I could Photoshop my entire life
0: <laughs>
1: at that moment, I would do it.
0: So what did you find was the solution for, to help people overcome this?
1: Yeah, so, I, you know, I have a way of connecting with people. That's, that's an innate uh, like ability. A skill right. or ability mm-hmm. that I have. I, I just can connect with people and my calmness brings people's nerves down. Mm. So um, I've been able to really hone in on that skill to the point where now I could, I could go through an entire photo session and coach People through the nerves and coach people through the way of thinking, um, so they feel completely comfortable in front of the camera at the end of the session. But um, so, remind me of the question because I went off on a tangent. No, no, that's perfect.
0: <laughs> that's exactly where I wanted you to go um, because you know I, I, what—it well, sounds like you've got a, a talent and ability to, to work with uh, people on camera who might not have that knack or that interest or like that natural flair of oh shoot me i'm next you know what i mean right um and, and i think that, that that speaks to a lot because pictures are, are they speak a thousand words is so we heard right yes. and um <laughs> and and I, I definitely know that picture in the in the domain of instagram and facebook and all the social media advertising that we're going like pictures and images are so important so powerful and i heard that we we will are likely to see over 20, uh, 2 million, six or two and a half million ads in our lifetime before we're dead.
1: You know what? I believe it, I, I really believe it. But it speaks so loudly and it speaks volumes when people, based on a picture, mm. make a purchase or they want to buy something mm. or it's attractive. That product is attractive. So even if they don't need it now, when they do need it, they're, they're sure to remember that, that one photo, that one brand. And it's a tactic that many big brands have been able to use mm-hmm, mm-hmm. successfully. Hey. So, so yes, pictures say a lot. Pictures say a lot.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and, and I know that I attended one of your workshops and, and it was really cool because you kind of spoke into and highlighted, uh, you know, Facebook profile picture. Yeah. And do you have a goal or a mission for it? And I just started to look at my entire social media channel, my page, completely differently.
1: That's so, awesome. So, yeah,
0: thank you so much. You definitely have a lot of perspective and wisdom and experience that, that I learned from, that a lot of people could learn from. Um, so if you haven't already sought her out, let's go ahead and start seeking her out. Yes, man. <laughs> Um and so like you know what what's all right let's say you have a passion you know something that you want to really have people get in society and culture what do you see is missing in our culture that you personally want to put in you know every person has their own leadership every person has their own perspective what is it for you what's the message that you would like to really see sprout in our culture something that maybe rings to your heart personally
1: um Yeah. Right now it's kind of crazy. Uh, like I was mentioning before the social media craze, I keep going back to that because really everything, businesses, personal, whatever you're trying to do, social media is just crazy. Mm -hmm. It's noisy. There's a lot going on. And so right now what I'm what I'm passionate about is for people to understand that they are beautiful mm. just the way they are and that they don't have to pretend to be anyone else. They don't have to try and be anyone else. They don't have to do anything except be themselves. And so that's that's a difficult journey to get on mm. because a lot of people don't like to self-reflect. They don't like to look inward.
0: Why do so, you think that is?
1: Oh, because we, I mean, who wants to admit that they're wrong? Who wants to admit that they are, you know, that they have issues? Who yeah. wants to really look at their problems head on and just be like, all right, come on, bring it. <laughs> Very few people want to even go there. Yeah, uh, we, leaders. Yeah, I'd I, say. Let me tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and and I speak into this a lot and I, I've, I've spoken it before. Um, a lot of people think that if there's fear present that... Uh, it's a sign mm-hmm. that they're in the wrong place, and therefore they learn to turn and run, mm-hmm. right? And so, what I I challenge that thought, and I say that courage is is acting in in spite of fear being present. No doubt. You know. A
1: hundred percent.
0: How do you how does that ring out for you and what you talk about, what you teach?
1: Yeah, because courage to stand in front of a camera, courage to uh, go through the entire session, mm-hmm. you know, courage to look. At yourself in a mirror, um, even picking out an outfit, mm. I have to coach women through, you know, um, it, it takes a lot of courage to get through the process for some people. Um, while they might have courage to step in front of a camera, they don't realize when they step in front of the camera that this is going to show exactly how I am.
0: And how did you get into boudoir? That's a very uh, right? niche industry, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so I did event photography for quite a long time. And so for six to seven years before I decided boudoir was really something I wanted to focus on. So I still do event photography, but in doing weddings, in doing weddings um, the brides would ask for a quick shoot in their lingerie before they slip on their dress. So mm. some brides would flip on some pantyhose some cute little outfit whatever Mm -hmm. and then just pose you know in with very little clothing which looked beautiful Mm -hmm. so I got thrown into a boudoir session and I was like thrown aback really I didn't know what to do I just let my intuition take me Mm -hmm. and by the end of the session, she didn't want to stop. She was shaking at the beginning. And hmm. then by the end of the session, she felt so good and so comfortable. She didn't want to end the session. So I knew instantly, I'm like, this is awesome. I want to do more of this.
0: It sounded like someone had a like broke through some fear.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Experience no doubt. head on
0: that anxiety where you said she was shaking, right? Yeah,
1: she was she was so nervous and by the
0: end of it had experienced something pleasant out of the experience absolutely
1: she kept saying oh can you take just a few more i'm feeling so good i'm feeling so good yeah so what do you think
0: what do you think happens in that transition once we transform from that fear into whatever that surrender and that release what is it that has us go there What what do you think inspires that in people why do you like taking people to that place
1: because I feel like it's, it's like a, a, an accomplishment, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a ac- it's a milestone. Um, sessions like that don't happen. You don't, it's, it's not common. You know, you don't take that many photo sessions unless you're a, a blogger or something like that, but you don't, or a model. Right. Mm-hmm. But most ordinary people don't, don't, take photos like that professional photos and they look at a big camera and they're immediately thinking are they going to see my fat pockets are they going to see my imperfections are they going to see the little blemishes and whatever and they keep mentioning photoshop photos so i think the whole process of really putting down their guard and understanding that i've got their back like don't worry I'm going to make you as beautiful as possible. I'm not taking photos to make you look bad. You look amazing and constant reassurance Mm. and affirmation that she looks beautiful, that she's doing well. And that's another thing that a lot of women don't get, by the way, which is many women do not receive enough compliments.
0: Mm. Yeah. You you hear that men? This is a request (laughs) from a fellow woman in the community for our fellow women. So men give more compliments.
1: Yeah. So and when they hear compliments they're like, "Oh, wow, really? Me?" Yeah. And
0: I want to make a <laughs> distinction on compliment because that that doesn't mean catcalling. No, please stop. <laughs> <Okay>. No. <laughs> men Men of our culture and community, all right? Compliments not catcalling. So we're talking about sincere sincerity. Yeah. You know, um, I'm looking for uh, the best in people in general, you know, but if we were to find a, a balance in the masculine and feminine energy of our culture today, uh, you, I want you to look in for yourself, where, where do you fall on that spectrum? Right. And, you know, for those of you who are, are binary minded, you know, how do you relate to your masculine energy? How do you relate to your feminine? And for those of you who might be more on the spectrum, where can you see that Uh, balance for yourself where can you see that applying for yourself right um but to really to step into uh as a culture how are we carrying ourselves like are we being a stand for the opposite uh gender for the uh for the people in our community
1: yeah right that's such a good point that's such a good point i think we need to hear more of it we need to hear more of us building each other yeah it just doesn't happen as frequently
0: well, you know what I, I think? It's because we're in a fear-based culture. And I was, I've been talking about this all week, actually, in one of my curriculums. And we're talking about fear and love and the dichotomy that we can see in our culture. And if you think about, like, let's just take, for example, someone speeding. Someone doesn't um, slow down when they see the speed limit. They don't slow down because of the thought, Oh, man, if I keep going fast, I might, I might hurt someone. That's not what inspires the action to slow down. The inspiration comes from the fear of getting a ticket. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the con-
0: <laughs> It's the consequence of I'm going to have to pay money. <laughs> okay, let me slow down. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but could you imagine though, like if, if, like it's a team function to drive on the roads. If you yeah. think about it, the reason we're not crashing into each <laughs> other every day, like on the regular is because it's a team function. We're cooperating <laughs> with each other to avoid that, right? So it's an inspired action. So if we could actually live our lives out of inspired action, we'd have a whole different pl- a place, you know, a whole different world, a whole different interaction. So, uh, so with that said, I'm going to switch gears. Um, you know, I want to bring us back to visionary living and the purpose of the podcast. So the purpose of the podcast is to have you share a story of a time in your life when you had a vision of something you wanted to achieve and you use that vision to help you overcome circumstances and challenges in your life. Do you have a story like that? Mark?
1: Oh my gosh, I have plenty. um, I I would have to go with uh, the story of me starting my photography business on my own. I didn't want to do the freelance thing anymore, or I wanted to expand my photography. And so I started a business and went for it and fell flat on my face not too long after. I had no idea what I was doing. I feel like around me, I was surrounded by toxic people. Mm. And... It's unfortunate, but true, that the toxicity around me really affected the way I conducted my business, my confidence.
0: I mean, naturally it would. You know, there's a reason why there's a saying that says, I can tell who you are by the five people that you surround yourself with most often. No doubt. Because we honestly, like every day we feed our brains. And what are we feeding our brains? The people around us in our space are part of that education or that information overload that we're feeding our brains. So are we talking and thinking about positive things, empowering things, encouraging things, forward focused? Or are we victim? Are we complaining? Are we stuck?
1: Right. And victim, complaining, and stuck is where I was. (laughs) Mm, I got it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's it. exactly where I was mm-hmm. and I think it was just you know patterns in my life you know mm-hmm. when I was younger I was raised by a dad who physically disciplined in a very aggressive way and mm-hmm. he was a little emotional abusive and I couldn't be a kid I couldn't be free to express myself mm-hmm. um and I grew up thinking that I guess that's the way I needed to behave and I needed to behave like that with all relationships wow. and it was always about what everyone else wanted as opposed to who I really was. I, I had no idea until I became well into my adult years right. who who I was, what I liked, what I wanted.
0: Right. That's interesting. That's, it's powerful. You see, so you didn't really like uncover yourself, self-identify until later in your
1: years. Until later in my years. Yeah. Hmm.
0: And so how did that really like, you know, and, and first of all, I want to acknowledge you for sharing that vulnerably with us, you know, and, you know, we all have our, um, our past, our dark past, if you are our shadow self. Yeah. Um, and, and so to come on here and kind of share your story with everyone vulnerably like you are, you know, you never know whose lives you can affect with your story. And so to, to know that we're not alone when it comes to emotional abuse or physical abuse or anything.
1: No, um, there are way too many people, and I wish that weren't the case, but mm-hmm. there are way too many people out there that suppress who they are because they're trying to please someone And, you know, when you are when you grow up in that toxic environment in your household as a child, chances are you're going to seek out a toxic environment Mm -hmm. once you get out of your household. So that's what was happening to me. It was like one toxic relationship after another, even my friends.
0: So what was the vision that you had that you wanted to achieve?
1: Yeah. So I wanted to be able to just kind of I wanted to be able to break out of (laughs) where I was. Um, I wanted to be able to express myself and help people understand that they were beautiful, that they are beautiful, just the way they are, that they don't have to seek out anything else or do anything else to really fully love and accept themselves. Um, Because something so simple as taking a photo, they're affected by.
0: And so your vision was... uh...
1: So my vision was to be able to run a business and do it successfully with people that would be supportive of me, um, who would build me and contribute Mm -hmm. and empower people.
0: And were you able to achieve your vision?
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) 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 Yes, I could say I've been able to achieve that. I've gotten so many beautiful testimonials from people that have reached out to me from all over the world, really, Mm. with my live videos on social media telling me, um that they are inspired by my message and that they really have enjoyed listening to what i've got to say um and they're impacted in a positive way so that i mean if i help one person in my life that's it i fulfilled my purpose you know
0: that's very awesome um and and i kind of wanted to just shift one more time shifting gears um tell me a little bit more about quest for sexy i know that that's something that you you kind of what birthed the idea of that and
1: I did. What is
0: that? What is it for? What's your purpose? For so
1: it? along the same thread, right? Um, Quest for sexy came about from my realizing that people like that, uh, a little insecure maybe. And I, I hate to say that, but uh, people that were self-conscious about themselves or feeling like I once did needed a community to lean on. And so I figured how fun would it be for my clients to show off their pictures And to be able to talk about it and express what their experience were Mm. and how they came out of uh, feeling self-conscious to feeling completely empowered at the end of the photo session and then thereafter receiving their photos. So Quest for Sexy was born based off that. And then um, it just kind of evolved. So I've been doing live videos on social media with positive message, uh, empowering women and men I did get a request from men. Oh, yeah. Yes. Men were like, well, what about us? We need this message too. To this day, people are like, okay, this is not just for women, right? Because I, men want to participate in
0: that too. I definitely feel like there is a sense of vulnerability that men in our culture don't have the luxury of having because of the bias and the labels that we've created. Mm-hmm. And um, for men to actually want, to step into that kind of vulnerability is, is powerful. And I think that it could be very transformative, actually, if we allow men to experience the feminine energy in that way.
1: No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yes. I I think uh, some of the questions I got uh, was, well, what do I do, you know, when I want to attract a girl and, you know, and then questions like that about relationships or how do they show up? Um, how do they interact with their significant other, even Mm -hmm. I've gotten relationship questions a lot. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. (laughs) And just confidence. Yeah. How do I dress? What do I do? How do I prepare for a photo shoot? Right. Um, so there's been a lot of information I've put out and sharing my story to help others understand that they're not alone.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, that's the goal, right? As long as we share stories, let people know in our culture that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, Have that kind of like all for one, one for all mindset.
1: (laughs) Yes, and help each other out. You know, you are beautiful just the way you are. Just the way you are. You don't have to be anybody else. You Mm -hmm. don't have to try. Just be the best version of yourself and continue to grow.
0: That actually reminds me of a a saying that I love uh, to repeat, which is, um, the only person that I want to be better than is who I was yesterday. You, you've never heard that before? Oh, that's awesome. i glad I could yeah, c- add that. I that. The only person I want to be better than is the person who I was yesterday. Meaning that I'm not in direct converse, uh, competition with anyone else in my tribe. You know, the only competition that I have is uh, striving to be better every day and only tr- self development.
1: For real. Um, the number one, uh, the best business advice I've ever gotten was... To just continue to be myself and to tell my message in the way I know how, not to try and be anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, which is exactly what what I would just pass it on. It's pass like it you're, on,
0: yeah. it's like you're your own unique art style.
1: Yeah. Yes. For everything in life. That's awesome. You've got your own ways of doing things, your own unique spin on things. Um, so I used to be really critical of myself and I've, I've come to accept who i am <laughs> what i look like what i sound like the way i talk the ums and the pauses mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: there's a i think there's a confidence that is accessed when you just accept you know, who you are you know what i mean
1: yeah, um
0: and and in that I, I find that there's a lot of passion and in that passion there's a lot of attraction you know so to have powerful relationships if you want to have powerful relationships to come from that space you know no doubt yes um cool so uh you know we're about halfway through the podcast you know kind of on the the second half of that and um i just want to say is is there any stories that you have that you would say are unique to you or unique to your own life experience that you could kind of call forth in somebody so like let's say that you haven't hit a target market yet but there is a group of people that you think could benefit from something you, th- you want to share?
1: Yeah. Who, yeah, who would
0: that be in what we want to share?
1: I mean, I want to do a shout out to single moms. Um, awesome. Yeah. I'm a single mom. My mom was a single mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know how hard it is mm-hmm. and yeah, single moms have it. A My little current mom's difficult. a
0: single mom. <laughs> Wow! I just realized that. Shout out to you, Mama. Mama. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah i I, I want to say um, you can absolutely do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. Um, it, two years ago, I started doing um, transformational work. I guess personal development work, which I, of course recommend to absolutely everybody. Mm-hmm. Um I heard a podcast.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, my, my, my How are running? Full circle. Full circle. Full
1: <laughs> full celebration. Full <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> um, but I heard a podcast. Um and this guy, uh his name it, it, can I mention Yeah, sure. Name? Yeah. Um, James Wedmore. It's, he has the Mind Your Business podcast, which I recommend okay. uh, people listen to. It. it has to do with uh, business. But for some reason, I landed on that podcast. I didn't have a business mm-hmm. <laughs> other than my photography business, but not the type of business he was marketing. Right. Regardless, it doesn't matter. He mentioned something in his podcast one day. was like, if you take a look around, around and you don't like the way your life is right now, then you have the power to change it. Like Hmm. this is because of you and no one else because of you, Right? no one else, but you. So you have the power to change that. It sounds like a simple concept, right? Oh yeah, of course. Right. But no, that landed for me big time, big time because I was just going through a separation and I was trying to figure out how to do it on my own. How am I going to raise these three kids now on my own? This Mm -hmm. is really difficult. Uh, My youngest was, very, very young. So, Mm. you know, I'm I'm doubting my decisions. Is he going to see his father? How is he going to see me? Am I going to feel guilty when he's, you know, a teen and he's going to insult me because I separated from his dad, all these thoughts. Right. Wow! And so those are deep thoughts. Very, a lot of questions, a lot of questions, um, that go through the mind when making such a strong decision, but for you single moms out there, that need a little encouragement. I can tell you if I did it, you can too. I had absolutely no money. Mm. I was homeless for a while. I had to crash in people's homes. Mm -hmm. Um, I was truly, truly struggling. um, Making very little money at work. And, um, you know, because of the turmoil, not making so much money in my photography Mm-hmm. So it's like everything I, I basically had nothing else to lose and all of my possessions gone, all of my confidence gone. And so n- now it's, it's an, it's huge. My, I I can't, I can't even recognize the, the mm-hmm. Ketsy that was then. Mm-hmm. And I continue to grow, you know, my, my goal is to continue to grow.
0: So there might be uh single moms out there who now are listening now that you've called them forth. Yes. And there might be single moms who are in that position that you used to be in, where they might be struggling on a day-to-day. They might not have money. They they might be trying to figure it out and, and they don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. What can you share with them?
1: Um, I think my number one thing would have to be don't give up you know, don't, don't give up and don't allow anybody to tell you that you can't do it. Um, Hmm. and also to be courageous, to do things that you don't want to do. Meaning, um, if there is support that you can ask for, you Hmm. may feel too prideful. You know, I felt prideful. No, how could be, I'm in this really weird position. This person knows me as someone strong, and who's got it together and now I don't have it together. So what now I'm going to go to this person and ask for support. Like I'm going to look stupid and it's just the the looking good conversations. And, um, but really if you, if you don't give up and and you are persistent in your goals, you can accomplish absolutely anything.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) (laughs) That was hard
1: but i did it
0: <laughs> yeah shout out to single moms again um for yeah. all that you do <clears throat> uh, you guys have to be not only a mother but also a doctor and a dietitian oh and a yeah, physical so therapist cool. and a nurse and and a maid and a lawyer and you guys really step into every hat and so yeah i i appreciate you calling that group out and, and i i pay my own honor to you guys so thank you thank you Um, So with that said, we are coming to a close uh, for our episode. And before we do come to a close, if anyone was listening to you and who you were being and what you were sharing and they want to follow you, um, maybe you can just give them a little bit about what you're up to and, and where they can find more of your stuff.
1: Oh, cool. So this is I'm really excited about uh, what I'm up to. Um, I got a lot going on. But I I really want people to get an opportunity to read my story and also benefit from the tips that I or the steps that I took in order to get to a place where I feel incredibly confident. Mm. And I feel truly the sexiest I've ever felt in my life. And so I give out um, tips and tricks that I use to come to this place. There's a free PDF at questforsexy.com. Awesome. You can sign in um, to download the PDF and get a, a chance to take a look at my work and my photography. If you're interested in my photography, there's packages there. So,
0: so that's Questforsexy.com.
1: <laughs> questforsexy.com. And
0: that's based off your name, Ketsy?
1: I kind of. I, it was Quest a, play, for it was a on, yeah. <laughs> Quest for sexy by Quest for sexy by I love that. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> um Anything else that you want to share or plug?
1: Um, yeah. Um, I want to <laughs> also plug in uh, MDRN Studios. MDRN Studios is an event photography company that I just began with my brothers, which awesome. I'm super excited about. Very cool. Yeah. So we offer event services. Um, so, just go to MDRN Studios, that's modernstudios.com. Yeah,
0: so Very that's cool. another
1: little project I'm working on.
0: Awesome. So, if you guys have the opportunity, please check her out, check up what she's up to, go to her website um, and support her if you found any value in what she shared and, and you resonate with that. Um uh additionally I want to speak into um a few things that I've got going on. So first of all, yes um,
1: please do tell.
0: <laughs> if you guys have iTunes, uh you can go to the iTunes store and you can actually download my laugh as a ringtone. It's obnoxious But it gets the job done. (laughs) It wakes you up in the morning.
1: (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) It's really funny. I don't know what
0: you're talking about. Um, And uh, and it's a funny ringtone too. Anytime that I call you, it would give me a reason to call you. So Um, yeah, so that's available. Also, I've got a a 10-week online webinar-based curriculum that I wrote and that I facilitate now and that I'm offering. So the next cycle starts November 17th, 18th. It's a Monday. Um, I don't remember which day is which, actually, but um, it's one of those, November, November 17 or 18. Um, and we're going to start that 10-week curriculum. It's called To Fear From Love, where we write a letter to fear from love. And, uh, and we, we kind of see our whole life clearly, almost like a, the hero's journey. Um, and, and we'll see it from the dichotomy perspective of how fear has held us back and how we access love to overcome and achieve. Um, so that's, that's what's going on. I also have a one-day workshop called Successful Awareness. It's a, it's a one-day workshop on intimacy and relationships and, um, and labeling and sexuality and all that. So um, all of these very important conversations that I think we should be having in our culture, and I hold a safe space for all of it. Um, and, uh, and last but not least, I want to talk about Visionary Living, which is this podcast that you're listening to right here, right now. And uh, this is a podcast designed to have people get inspired to live their life out of a vision. So that they could see the end result for something they want to create and use that almost like a lighthouse amidst a storm guiding their every move to overcome and achieve. So um, I, I like to dedicate my podcast to Brenda Rivera, who is my mom who passed away when I was 13. and this is my uh, way of having her memory live on through me and my life. So um, outside of that, thank you to all of the listeners for uh, tuning in for participating um, and if you guys catch us on live, you can actually be interactive and we'll read your comments and, and be interactive with you as well. So uh, any last words?
1: Can I speak into what you're doing with love? With the love? Sure. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're calling, I'm saying, what, what is the name? To fear it? from to, love. To fear from love. Um, I just want to tell people out there is it's a beautiful concept, what you're working on. Um, I've worked with you for a while now. Right. yeah yeah you've with, with me several programs time. and i can say that it is one of the most powerful methods of really uh revealing the true answers of life is that right there thank
0: you I, so i, appreciate I that.
1: recommend it guys check them out
0: <laughs> yeah that actually that means a lot yeah she didn't get paid for that i promise no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And my goal, honestly, is just to be in service. So uh, if my podcast is an example of that, then it's just one of many things that I'm hoping to inspire the culture with. So thank you. Thank you humbly. Katsy. Thank you. It's been
1: you. my pleasure.
0: All right. And for all of our viewers, uh, you know, uh, have a wonderful night and uh, live life with inspiration.